time. It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby, because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Pause up, pet pals. I'm your host, Arden Moore, and welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. To help us and our pets get off on the right paw for 2023, we welcome to our show today the veterinarian with all the answers, Dr. Modrian Contreras. Later in the show, we are going to chat with award-winning author Aaliyah Nolan. She's going to help us find our feline funny bone and all things divine. First up, he is a true renaissance man for pets. And hey, (laughs) actually his middle name is Renaissance. I kitten you not. Please welcome to our show, a fast rising star in the world of veterinary medicine, Dr. Modrian Renaissance Contreras. That's a long name. Welcome to the show, Dr. Contreras. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you so very much. You had me at Renaissance. Oh, I know. How did you get that name? My mom was an artist, and so that was her favorite period. And so uh, so she decided to give it to me, um, my middle name. Uh, Unfortunately, I was unable to spell it for such a long time in my life. (laughs) Well, you could have been uh, cubic or abstract. So I think you you should be thanking your mom now, right? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. She always, she knows best. She knows best. That's for sure. Well, we're very glad to have the good doctor here on our show today. Um, before we dive in, you all need to get your ears high up. Here we go, because I want to quickly highlight some of our special guest accomplishments. He has he operates and owns the Carroll Stream Animal Hospital. It's in the Chicago area. Our guest is also a giver. He is the founder of Vet Bros Pet Educational Charitable Fund. He also serves as a veterinary expert for pumpkin. I was going to say pumpkin pie, but pumpkin pet insurance is a dad. He's a good guy as a husband. Um, I think you you have more roles than cats have lives, Dr. Contreras. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's definitely a few few roles, a uh, few roles in. And I just opened up a, another business right across from mine, the Central Bark um, that we have for doggy daycare. And so, yeah, because yeah. who needs to sleep, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's I, right. I love the title Central Bark. I'm familiar with it, but would you yeah. quickly let people know it's so good? It's being tied in with your veterinarian hospital, but tell us Central Bark. So especially during COVID, we I just saw so many pets that just needed proper socialization uh, and really uh, good behavioral uh, assessments and understanding really how we can improve these pets' lives, make them much less fearful. And yeah. so we are doing our um, very best in trying to help. I saw a huge, huge need in um, just because of the amount of pets that we've been seeing, um, just unfortunately very not well socialized. And uh, I thought this was going to be uh, it, it, an opportunity uh, it showed itself for me to be able to hopefully make a big impact and be able to really save these pets' lives um, like through helping with their, you know, because they had become so fearful. And so. Well, and, and, 
you know, think about it. Separation anxiety, anxiety, fearful. You're the good doctor. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that you may emotionally feel rattled, but your mm-hmm. body isn't feeling too good either. It could cause lots of fun stuff on the out the front end and the back end, right? Absolutely. You can say Absolutely. diarrhea if you want. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the runs. So your your mindset is tied to your body function, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. No, I mean that's exactly right. And so um again, it's an important part that I think we'll be able to provide a service for or for pet owners who again, these pets really need it. And especially with how much you know people work these days and being away from home. And so it just provides them a way for their pets to get the socialization, exercise, mental stimulation uh, that they need, you know, uh, to really thrive. So oh, I love it. I, I, I do a lot of work with uh, groups like Central Bark and with professional pet sitters. They're on the front line. They're really helping bring out the healthy best in pets. So I do hope you get to, when's the last time you ever had an eight hour uninterrupted sleep hours? Uh, Oh, never. <laughs> I still have kids that crawl into our bed quite a few. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. He has four children, including four twins. Children. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And so uh, my two little ones, they still uh, just yesterday, uh, my, my little girl jumped in our bed. I think it was like two o'clock in the morning. I didn't have, I just didn't have enough. I didn't have enough strength. To, to move you want to do a shout out to your kids? Sam, roll the names real quick. You can do it. Ready? All go. Right. Thomas, Matisse, Khalil, and Aurelia, we love you. All right. <laughs> and your wife, please. And my wife, Bridget. She's the, the 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 greatest saint in my goodness in the world, and she is unbelievable. And yeah, she is. Uh, she definitely allows me to be able to to do a lot of these projects. So she's very unbelievably supportive. So I, I I'm a truly blessed blessed All right. blessed. Man. Well, you teamed up with Pumpkin uh, Pet Insurance. To come up with something which is better than a New Year's resolution. It's it's kind of like 10 tips pet parents need to know to start off the year right. And I don't know if you have a list in front of you. If not, I can coach you. But let's go through a few of them. And our top 10, okay, uh, <laughs> New Year pet resolutions for our pet owners to really get off on the right foot. Um, you know, again, Pumpkin Pet Insurance and myself, we really wanted to come up with something that was going to be hopefully very impactful uh, and fun, all right, for, Good, for everybody. Yeah. So, again, one of them, again, is uh, scheduling yearly health visits, you know, um, for your to your veterinarian, all right? Again, uh, it's I, I still, it's hard for me to hear that, you know, my pet, oh, my pet's always been so healthy. I don't need to go to the vet. Again, it's one of those things that uh, there's so many things that we catch every year uh, on uh, on pet on pet visits, and so it's something that again, something as simple as the these pets just gaining a little bit of weight, you know, something yeah. as simple as hey, there's a little area of hair loss, and so many things that we can catch significantly early, especially little lumps and bumps, uh, and that can really save our pets' lives. And really, the, the well, I'm thinking about care. Yeah, I mean. A 90-pound dog that doesn't see a veterinarian in a year. I don't know the exact math. But wouldn't that be like you or I not going to the dentist or our, our primary practitioner for like three, four years? Oh, and that's exactly correct. And I love the way you put that because yeah. that, is, that is absolutely correct. And so we have to. Nobody's really going to kiss you, good doctor, if you haven't been to the dentist in four years. <laughs> 
agreed, you know? And so when we put it in terms like that for, for owners to, to really understand, uh, I think, again, it's going to hopefully help drive, uh, you know, that understanding home, you know, that these pets really do need to be seen. Uh, and yeah, you know, hopefully, again, your pet's been doing all, always the same things. Um, right. But the reason why um, we're in this position is to help you understand that, yep, you know what, we're feeling a little bit of arthritis. You know what, there is a little bit of weight loss. Yep, you know what, this your dog's coat is actually has changed a little bit. Oh. There's Z something X, Y, and Z kind of going on. I hey, like you that. know what? So many little things, you know, with the ears, with the eyes. I mean, my goodness, there's, you know, again, we hear <laughs> heart murmurs. We hear heart murmurs many times. And so Ooh. it's one of those things that um, these things go undetected, you know, but again, the sooner we catch these things, the sooner we can address them. And then the longer, better quality of life um, that we can have. So that visits, all right, is at the top of our, that's number right. one. And we've got about, 30, 40 seconds before our first break. What's number two? Number two. Uh, not number two, you know, but number two on your list. <laughs> Number two uh, is, is going to be is, is understanding is weight. Okay, um, is let's get our pets at a healthy weight, and so we are trying to drive home what you know uh, our uh, proper weight is in, in our pets because unfortunately the majority of the pets that I see at our at our practice they come in they actually come in overweight, and so and especially as our pets age, people always think they lose weight, but no, when they, when our pets age, they actually start gaining more weight. Their metabolism slows. They aren't as active, and so they start actually gaining weight, and so this is. The the time that we really need to make sure, hey, let's get our pets at a healthy weight so that they, one, can live longer, again, better quality of life. And we have to understand that weight is not distributed just in the skin. So distributed yeah. into organs as well. And so fatty livers, fatty exactly. livers for 200. Yep, exactly. And so we <laughs> want to make sure that our pets are a healthy, happy weight. All right. Yeah. And that's one of the one of the many things we're going to go over that are uh, important to gain a good longevity as far as their life. And so and we're that's on a, a great about. 10 tip list for our pets with the great doctor, Dr. Contreras. We're going to talk more. What's number three? You'll find out after we take this break. So you know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And now you never have to miss not even one second of any episode. Why? We're on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. <laughs> Bringing out the best in pets and their people, this is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I am your host, Arden Moore. We're speaking with Dr. Contreras. He operates the uh, Carol, is it Carol Stream Animal Hospital? Absolutely, yep. All right, so we know about annual visits. We know about not having extra. We don't want our cats and dogs to look like hairy ottomans. So number three, what is that? That's going to be increasing our pet's exercise, okay? And okay. so yeah, one of the biggest things that we want to do is we want to get our pets, not just, all right, letting them outside, you know, in the backyard, run around, okay? Because, um, again, we want to get our pets on a leash outside. We want to get them walking. We want to get these pets, uh, again, our kitty cats, all right? We don't want to just ignore them, let them come to us. We want to get our kitty cats active. We want to get them chasing things if we can. We want to get maybe set their food up higher so they have to kind of climb up and get things. We want to make like sure that. that we're getting... 
because exercise, again, is helping with the mental stimulation. Again, it helps, again, uh, again, breed, again, healthy, and then uh, active pets. And so, again, this is something that is extremely important, not only for, again, I think, again, a lot of humans to get this up off the couch, get us to start yeah. getting exercise. We can do that with our pets. I like so, it. Landing on number four on his list, and this is big with this coming out of COVID. Tell us what that is. It's going to be more, it's going to be proper socialization. All right. And so we want to get our pets, all right, again, to be, um, you know, around other people. We want to get them to be interacting with other pets. And so we want to get them more proper socialization so that they know how to act around other people. And they can be, again, it's a much, and this, we really want to start this early in their life. Okay. And and, and tell us about the impact that fear, because I know you are a fear-free pet supporter. What does fear do to a dog or a cat emotionally and physically? Again, again, the <clears throat> what it does to them, uh, it, it can definitely cause it's anxiety, fear. Again, these things unfortunately cause our pets one to act out, all right, okay, in ways yeah. that we don't want them to, right? Uh, unfortunately, it can definitely when we think about the stress, the constant stress that it causes on them. Again, that has effects really on every on all aspects of our body, okay? Mm-hmm. And so, and then unfortunately, again, the mental side of this again is 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 just again the biggest toll um, that we see that it takes on them. And then again, unfortunately, we see these lashing out at owners, you yeah. know what I mean? At friends and families, it causes us not to be able to have people over at certain times. And so again, proper socialization. There are some medications that might be needed for animals that have some super fear and stress, mm-hmm. but nothing without complementing behavior mod, right? Exactly. Exactly. So we want to get our pets well socialized to get them out proper and safe socialization. Like All right. Number five, this one really bugs me. What's that one? <laughs> <laughs> that is going to make sure we want to get our pets on year around parasite control. Okay. Everybody, please. When we have, when we think about ticks and, uh, and again, fleas, yeah, I get that sometimes fleas, you don't need to have flea control over certain parts of the year. Right. Because again, ticks, ticks don't die. All right. Definitely. Again, ticks in hide, they don't they die. <laughs> they, they can basically be frozen in like a block of ice. You know, they basically <laughs> produce antifreeze. Okay. So when they are, really? and again, when the ice melts, those things are starving. And so that's when we see so many tick exposures, especially wow. in the wintertime. So guys, we want to make sure, and again, hookworms, roundworms, a lot of these things that are in the soil, okay, those things don't die. And so again, we want to make sure that our pets are protected year round. And right. so I don't have to constantly see one, intestinal parasites and all these poop samples that we see. And then two, <laughs> these things are also zoonotic, meaning they can be passed to humans, okay? Right. And so again, it's a public health issue. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's All right. right. Number six. Wait a minute. I just want to make sure I'm looking good. Okay. Uh, What's perfect. number six? Number six is grooming. All <laughs> right. I want I want everyone to know how important getting your pets properly groomed is. Okay. What one is one thing that I love about getting our pets groomed regularly. Okay. And again, this can be done again even at your at your house. You can do some of these things yourself. Okay. Right. Um, but again, I can't tell you how amazing it is to see so many amazing groomers being able to catch little oh. lumps, little bumps, okay? You know, again, being able anal to see glands the swollen. Anal glands swollen, absolutely. <laughs> again, seeing that their ears are dirty, okay? Even noticing some stuff around the eyes or even the feet. I mean, my goodness, guys, good. I can't. Going to a groomer, guys, I can't believe, tell you how important that is. Uh, we call so, it uh, spa day at our house. Okay, let's get our pets groomed. All right, this one's a big one because you're a family guy. What's number seven? 
All right. Children learning to care for pets. Okay. So my biggest thing is I always want to make sure parents, please. Okay. A lot of times these kids, they beg for these pets. Okay. And it's great. And let's, and we get these pets for these children, which is wonderful. But then a lot of times the kids are like, mm, you know what? Then they just they ignore <laughs> them. No. All right. Parents, we're putting our kids to work. We want to make sure that they're feeding these dogs or pets. We want to make sure that they're caring for them regularly and, you know, making sure they can do some of the responsibility um, for those pets because we are teaching them. All right. that This is a living thing. We're teaching them how valuable life is. And we're making sure that, again, um, that these pets are well taken care of. And we're helping them really, again, show the value, again, of, of these pets and how they should be cared for. Okay. This and is so. where I'm going to segue perfectly for you, man. You got it. You owe me one. Teen it up because he not only performs medicine, he uses both sides of his brains. He has written a number of children's books. Definitely. We're helping <clears throat> to teach children how that they can learn. Um, we really want to have, you know, pet education is something, you know, something fun for kids to be able to learn. And that's where this stems from. My, my children wanting to learn about pets and educate themselves. And so that's what we did um, by creating these book series to help children learn about pets and things that they can do um, to be great pet owners. Okay? All right. Three left on the list. Got a couple minutes left. Okay. We're number, gonna eight. Speak, uh, number eight is diet. Okay. We want to get our pets on the proper diet. All right. Yeah. I can't tell you enough how we can, you know, uh, when people feed in table scraps and, and again, just anything off the shelf. I want to make sure we understand that our puppies need to be fed something different than our very active adult dogs. And then yeah. our senior pets need to be fed on a different diet. So diet is extremely important for every stage of life. And so I want to make sure that these are being properly addressed. And these are things that you can talk with your veterinarian about, but we definitely want to make sure we do that. Okay. Now you're going to laugh at this, but number nine, there's the old joke. You know, when you go to this professional, it's usually at 2.30, which is at 2.30. What is number nine? <laughs> Number nine is pet dental care. Okay. <laughs> so I can't tell you enough, but this is why it's so important. Okay. Um, that pet dental health is again, I can't tell you again, one of the number one diseases that we see in our pets. Okay. And so this is one of the things too, one of the huge things too, that I love really about one of the things like pumpkin pet insurance has been able to help with is really dental care. Okay. Yeah. Um, because honestly, it is one of the biggest things that we see. It's one of the things that we can have control over guys brushing our dog's teeth. Again, that is one of the things that I talk to every owner about. And again, I want to someday have it where they're not laughing at me. They're thinking like, oh, wait, and yeah, I have to talk thing. to them. And then, yeah, again, I want to make All sure right. that this becomes Last normal. Last but not least, number hey, 10. Pet identification, guys. Let's make sure that our pets are properly identified, not only with microchips, but let's go ahead and make sure we have those tags, okay? Proper <laughs> tags on our pets so that they get lost. Again, it's a lot easier for your neighbor, okay, to look at a tag, call you versus, okay, they don't have scanners on them. So microchipping, right. very important, but make sure we have a tag on them, okay, guys? Let's keep these pets, you know, safe and let's keep them get them back to their owners. So pet identification. I love you, man. You're a good guy. You're a good veterinarian. It. You're a good author. You're a good father. <laughs> Um, I can't believe the time is already gone. Quickly, uh, parting message. Uh, I, I can't thank you enough. I appreciate everything that you do, your mission. Uh, and again, I'm just trying to help follow that as well. We got to have him back because he's got so much more to tell us. <laughs> we appreciate uh, Dr. Contreras being on our show today. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to go talk with a real page turner, an award-winning author who has a funny bone and knows all things cats. We're talking Aaliyah Nolan. So this time you'll have to sit and purr. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Were you hanging out right here while we were gone waiting for us to get back? (laughs) I knew you would. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, our next guest truly has mighty strong typing fingers and a wonderful wit. She has authored, are you ready for this? You sitting down? More than almost 200 books. 200. Uh, You know, like move over, Stephen King. Uh, Her two favorite topics are cats and God, not necessarily in that order, or as she puts it, from the divine to the feline. So please welcome to our show the award-winning author, Aaliyah Zobel Nolan. Hey, Aaliyah, welcome to the show. Oh, boy, with an opening like that, uh, I don't know if I can live up to all that. 200, 200, girl! Well, you know, um, really, uh, I did a lot of work for Reader's Digest Children's Publishing, and uh, the books were children's books, so maybe there were 10 spreads, so it wasn't all, it it wasn't like I was doing. I mean, I I think uh, I'm doing pretty good writing 27 dog and cat books, but you, like, you smoked me. (laughs) Well, I I figured um, it's something that I like to do, and (laughs) a lot of people keep telling me to uh retire but how can i retire there's no way you're just getting better like fine wine and you know everyone as we usher in 2023 this is no news of any surprise (laughs) Aaliyah has a new book (laughs) what are we surprised about of course she does and get ready for it i love the title it is called heavenly head butts reflections of hope about cats in eternity now i don't want to have to get the tissues out and I do want to know, let you talk a little bit about sort of the inspiration. There's three purrs that are up in heaven, I think, that help inspire you for heavenly headbutts. Is that right, Aaliyah? Well, um, they did, but I've had maybe 10 cats during my whole life, many who are buried outside in the front lawn. Don't tell anybody. It's and, our secret. Uh, Nobody, just coast-to-coast listeners, mums the word. <laughs> okay, okay. So, you know, um, I have been wanting to write this book for a very long time uh, because we all go through this. And and when I go through it, it never gets any easier. It's the same thing. It's like someone gut punched you. That's and, a good, um, yeah, I know what you mean. That's a good way of you know, describing and it. I remember when I was dating my husband and I lost my cat, Scruffy. And um, I, I love this cat like, well, like you love them all. And um, I remember my husband-to-be had never seen me uh, distraught like that. And I was wearing glasses and no makeup and my eyes. And I kept on looking down at the floor because that's what happens. You just keep, you're so used to seeing them around and feeling them around it. So um, I I wanted to give a little bit of hope to to people who are going through this because I know we'll all go through it. It's not just a book for people who are uh, grieving presently. It's a book for people, all cat lovers and actually all pet lovers because it opens up possibilities. Uh, you know, when you- well, grieve- I think um, if we may say you, you quote in your book and it's beautifully illustrated, you say uh, someone anonymous, I always wanted to meet Mr. or Mrs. Anonymous, but you say 
and I think it's perfect. Heaven is where you'll meet all the cats you'll ever love, you've ever loved. That says it, right? Short, sweet? Short and sweet. And, you know, when these things happen, um, because we're in the cat community or animal community, people tend to send you cards and offer you condolences or whatever. But when that happened to me, nothing, absolutely nothing could help me or even get me out of my mood just for like 10 minutes. I would be grateful not to feel that horrible feeling for 10 minutes. So that's why I wrote this book, because there are a lot of books out there that have, you know, signs from 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 the, you know, the hereafter or whatever. But I have had a feeling that when I looked at my cat, um, she inspired me to think about God because I said, oh, boy, look at how fantastically gorgeous and, and she's beautiful and the whiskers and and look at this. Anybody who, you know. God made this creature so wonderful that he's not going to make somebody something like that and then let it evaporate. There's no way. I like that. And I'm not saying that we're going to see them in the same form because according to the Bible, we will be made and we are over in the new heaven and the new earth and we will be in a different form. Really? So, will I be taller? Uh, if you <laughs> want to be. <laughs> I don't think there'll be any... It's going to be spirit, you know, it's okay. going to be, it, this is my own opinion, but. No, I, I'm me, kind of curious as a cat yeah, to learn about yeah, your well, insights like on heaven. Thinner. I'd like to be thinner and taller. <laughs> and I would like to have maybe some flappy ears and whiskers, <laughs> if that's allowed. You know? <laughs> uh, and so to me, um, I wanted to um, look into the Bible and into other places. And I did a lot of research about heaven and animals and and now you said doing this now uh i'm i'm not a student of the bible i was a job's daughter i don't know if that merits anything years ago um but i i'm a spiritual person but you said in your research there is no specific scripture about cats correct yes that that is definitely correct and i searched and and i've been studying the bible for a long time i write bible books for kids but um, there are uh, hints that, oh. that that God doesn't come out and say cats are going to be in heaven or horses are going to be in heaven or dogs are going to be in heaven. Or possum. Or, or possums or even snakes, you know, uh, although they were in the Garden of Eden. Right. So the, the thing is, um, uh, he points to, there are places in the Bible that point to the fact that God is, using animals in his plan, okay? Um, And if he didn't want animals to be around in the hereafter, he would not have uh, said that everything was good. When he created the world, he created animals first, by the way, uh, and then he created man. And then he looked around and he said, wow, this is good, okay? He didn't say the two-legged animals or creatures were good, but the four-legged animals were bad. He said everything is good. Okay, so he's not going to make something good and let it evaporate. Also, another another uh, hint was uh, he destroyed the whole world. Okay, so why did he why did he keep the animals? He could. Are you talking when uh, Noah did his little ark? Noah and the ark. He could have just you know. uh, In my book, I say um, he could have just taken six cats and left everybody else. um, You know, (laughs) left all the other animals. His wife could have said, "Bring ten of them, but don't take the dogs." You know. So, right. so there's a there's a proof. 
And um, there's a lot of stories about animals in the Bible um, that God is using them. There's a story about Balaam and the talking donkey. Um, and yes. And, is that and, in the um, Old or New Testament? Uh, that's in the Old Testament. Okay. And it's a story about this uh, prophet, um, Balaam. And um, God is trying to tell him not to do a certain thing. He was supposed to go and curse some some people against the Israelites. Well, anyway, um, his his donkey refuses to go any further because there's an angel standing in front. Okay, oh. so he refuses to go. So the the owner is beating him, and and he turned around all of a sudden, and God let him talk, and he said. What are you beating me for? You know, I'm trying to save you here. He didn't say it in those words. But, right. Uh, <gasps> um, yeah, no, yeah. he actually spoke in, 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 in English. Oh, okay. Or maybe, okay. It was, maybe it was. I just made a donkey one. ass of myself. Sorry. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, so, and then God let uh, Balaam see what was going on that, the, you know, that, that there was an angel and he had a big sword and, and his donkey was trying to help him. Plus, there's another story in well, the Bible. Let me, uh, yeah, let's get to that story in a second. But everybody, yeah. we're speaking with the very prolific Aaliyah Zobel Nolan, and he's got a new book out. I want you to get your paws on. It's called Heavenly Headbutts. So we're going to learn more after we take this break. So sit, her, we'll be right back. guest interviews plus lots of other goodies to the Arden Moore YouTube channel. Welcome back to uh, the Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host Arden Moore. We're talking with author Aaliyah Zobel-Nolan. She's award-winning. She's prolific. She's spiritual. She digs cats and the book is called Heavenly Headbutts and you had another story you wanted to share. Take it away Aaliyah. Well I was just uh, trying to reference some of the ways that um, God used animals in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, but he also, I think, and I put this in my book, when you look at an animal, I was just looking at Miss Kitty, the dog, which we-, we well, Wait a minute, slow down, everybody. You gotta know this lady has very creative names for her pets and she has cats in her home, but she and her husband, Desmond, adopted a, a dog from the shelter a year ago, and you appropriately named, changed the name from Priscilla to? Miss Kitty, the dog. <laughs> well, you have to see people when we're out and we're calling her, Kitty, here, Kitty, here, Kitty. And they look at us like we're crazy. So I was looking at, in the morning, I do some med meditation, and uh, Miss Kitty comes up and she sits next to me uh, because I give her turkey, not because she loves me. And we sit there and I looked over at her and she's got these floppy ears and the nose. And, and it was just, I was just like, you know, I'm so used to looking at cats. Right. So I'm, I'm looking at her and she's beautiful. And the coloring. What kind um, of, what kind of mix is she? What does she have uh, in her? She is um, uh, American Foxhound. Oh. Uh, with really long, long ears that go flipping and flopping when she, when she runs. <laughs> It's like, like I never had a dog. So all of these things are like new to me. But okay. um, I, what I was trying to get at is when you look at an animal like that, that you love and that loves you, 
you tend to um, uh, think about God because you think about the creator who made all of these fantastic animals, you know, and there's so many. Um, uh, so, so that's why um, I think that uh, Heavenly Headbutts is going to help a lot of people, not only the grieving, but it's going to help everyone who has an animal, particularly cats, to start thinking about the possibility. It's beautifully illustrated, and I, I love this book. And we got to move on to some other books that you've done. Uh, oh. you, have, uh, you have a husband you love, right, Desmond? Who <laughs> yes. must have a sense of humor, right? Yes, a tremendous sense of humor. How long have you guys been together? 22 years. Okay. So tell everybody why you wrote the latest book, a revised version called Why a Cat is Still Better Than a Man. <laughs> well, to be, off, to be really truthful, this book, when it first came out, sold over 150,000 copies. So um, things are pretty sparse around here these days. So I thought I would, <laughs> I would like to have sell, sell some more copies of this book. Okay. Uh, actually, actually, I wanted. To, uh, there's a new flock of people who are cat lovers now. You know, um, that have never seen this book or know about this book, um, and it was really popular. And it's very funny, if I do say so. Myself. Can you can you share a couple? Oh, uh, can I? From it? Oh, <laughs> my favorite is cats are not interested in cleavage unless it's big enough to sleep in. <laughs> Amen. Keeping us abreast. Continue. Yes. A cat would never wear a pink earring. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm loving this. Yes, yes. And uh, where is it now? A cat will wait and rub up against your legs no matter what time you come home. Very good. Very good. Yes. I mean, are you and at the grocery store and you just get this zinger in your head and write it down? What do you do? Well, you know, I've always lived with cats. I've loved cats. And they're just really funny. I mean, everything <laughs> they do. And um, uh, I don't know, I just needed a comparison. And I've, I've done a book called Why, uh, Why Must I Be a Cat? I mean, what is it called? Uh, uh, <laughs> there's so many of them, I forget which, what title is what. Uh, it, it's called uh, I, I'd Rather Be a Cat. Okay. And, um, and, and, what's, and the argument, about, what's the argument for that, Aaliyah? Well, um, Cats don't, uh, cats don't wear pinky rings, you know, things, things like that. Um, but cats are, are, are um, just so easy to write about as I, um, in, well, in humor. This people on YouTube time. are looking at your background and behind you is one of your biggest hits at Cat Confessions. Tell us oh about my that. Goodness. Cat Confessions, a kitty come clean tell all book. <laughs> <laughs> It's about uh, what cats do when you're not around. All you right. Know, uh, they use your toothbrush. Actually, I saw my cat do that. What? It wasn't, wasn't my toothbrush. It was my husband's. So, did you tell him? Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid no. to ask what they, what they did with that toothbrush. Well, they went up against it and they were chewing on it because I think they liked the peppermint. <laughs> uh, they thought it was catnip maybe? Yeah. yeah, cats love peppermint. So, um, what are some other so, cat confessions? Would you think? Uh, cat confessions. Um, I can't think of any right now. There's <laughs> so many of them. Uh, but um, but are cats sorry? 
cats are not usually, they don't hold a grudge. Okay. okay. So that's one. They don't hold a grudge. I had a cat once. Um, I um, opened up the refrigerator, and that was at the time when we had regular phones that rang off the right. wall. And I opened up the refrigerator. I went to talk on the phone. I came back. The refrigerator had closed uh, and and I couldn't find my cat. And obviously, you know, and I heard this. (laughs) I opened up the door. The cat came out, spit at me, hissed at me. But like, you know, half an hour later, she came for some treat. So they don't hold the grudge. That's actually that's a good quality, don't you think? Oh, yes, I I do. I have to pill one of my cats now. And I have to do it surreptitiously because she knows that at what time I'm going to do it. So I have to do it when she's not, you know, when she's not looking. And I just pick her up and I open her up and I throw it down her throat. And um, <laughs> I thought when I first did this that she'd never speak to me again. But yeah. um, she um, she gets on the bed and I have an electronic bed that goes up and she goes for a ride. I say to her, you want to go for a ride? <laughs> she says, okay. And she sits on a pillow and she goes all the way up. And, uh, oh, and that's, that's cool. It. Yeah, she's, um, and, but my other one, Nolan Nolan. Um, you, you, where do you get these names for your cats? Um, I'm, I'm no, trying to. You see, Nolan was a rescue. And when I went to the rescue, I wanted a black cat because black cats don't usually get adopted. And I always have That's one. true. So yeah. I went there and I didn't want a kitten. I wanted a full-blown cat. Anyway. On the way out, there was this itty bitty little ball of fluff who uh, was black, and underneath it said, "Name Nolan." So I had <laughs> last to get name. I called my husband. I said, "We have a relative here. We have to. We have. We have to <laughs> yeah. adopt him." I said, "Come down and see him." And he said, "You'll get him anyway. So just bring him home." So we call him Nolan. Nolan. Uh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. How do people find out about you? What's the best way to, to, to find out more? Your website? How do we uh, get our paws on some of your books, Aaliyah? Uh, my website is very simple. writes, And Aaliyah is spelled A-L-L-I-A and the word writes. So it couldn't be easier. Mostly all of my books are on Amazon and um this new book, Heavenly Headbutts, I would really, really love for people to pick it up. Uh, and not just people who are grieving, but people who believe or want to believe uh, of the possibility of seeing their cats in heaven. And this just came out on Amazon. And, I love that. Uh, it, it, it took a long time to get this book out because I started it uh, during the pandemic and everything was so sad I, I, couldn't, I couldn't continue. But I did it last year, and um, I think it will help a lot of people. We just have a few seconds left. Finish this sentence. Most people don't know that Aaliyah Zobel Nolan loves dogs. Ah! (laughs) Okay, good. That's a good surprise. All right. You love Miss Kitty. You have always championed cats. I really feel like I'm in heaven having you on the show, Aaliyah. Jeepers. Thank you so much. Jeepers. I never got a Jeepers. All right. Thank you to our sponsor, Tevra Brands. The products make pets happy and healthy. TevraPet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A Pet.com. Arden23 at checkout. You're going to get a special treat for you and your pets. 
I want to thank all you pet pals who are tuning in and all you radio stations coast to coast for airing our show. This is Arden Moore saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, huzzah! Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.